You are listening to a message that was given at Living Word Chapel, Oracle, Arizona. It is our hope and prayer that God will use this message to speak to you and enrich your life. For more information, visit lwcoracle.org. Have you ever been in uncharted territory? You know, that place that you've never been before, it presents difficulty, challenges. Because you've never been there, it can bring fear and anxiety. And you need someone who is greater than you than to, to help you navigate through, through this, this place that you've never been. Well, today we're kicking off a series in the book of Joshua. And we're going to find that God called this man to places that he had never been before, to, to a place that he was going to face challenges and difficulties. He was going to feel stress and fears. He was going to lead God's people uh, to this promised land, but it wasn't going to come easy. It was going to come with him having to trust God. And so I'm here to tell you that there are times in our life that we have to trust God more than our circumstances. We have to trust God more than our fears. We have to trust God more than the the. the, the challenges that we have before us. And we find that in Joshua, the, the, his name means God is my salvation. You see, God will save us in whatever we face. And we also find in Joshua that, that Joshua would lead God's people, not Moses. Joshua was Moses's assistant, but Moses was not able to enter into the promised land, even though he was God's chosen man for a certain time to lead his people out of Egypt, out of bondage, he was not the people that would lead them into the promised land. And we find that Joshua, the, the Hebrew name is Yeshua. And we get the name Jesus in Greek from Yeshua. We find that Jesus Christ is our Savior. He's the Savior of mankind. That no matter what difficulty we face in life, he's our anchor. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And so in this book, I believe that we're going to find truth that will allow us to see the faithfulness of God. And, and that's what I want for you to grab a hold of today. I want you to, to know that God is faithful no matter what you're facing, no matter what trial is before you, no matter the difficulty and how big it is, no matter how big that mountain is that is in front of you, God is faithful. And so I've got three points that I believe that's going to help us to see the faithfulness of God in and through chapter 1 of Joshua. And here's how we're going to start. God is faithful, number one, in and through his promise. When God says he's going to do something, you can be assured that it's going to happen. This is how the book starts out. It says, After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, and he said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set your foot, you will be on land I have given you. From the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites. So we see that this, this book starts out with the promise of God that just as he was with Moses and he was faithful to Moses with everything that he said, he would be faithful to Joshua in everything that he said. Wherever they would plant their foot, God 
would be with them. And not only would he be with them, but his promises would be fulfilled in and through their lives. You need to know that God has a promise for you, that, that he's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. He's going to be with you no matter what you're facing, no matter how difficult it is. But there's also another thing that stands out. It starts out not with a celebration, but with a funeral. You see, somehow we, we, we find that Moses had to die. And it teaches us that as, as hard as it is for us to grasp or understand, there are things in life that have to die, even sometimes people in life that have to die, so that our trust goes from the things and the people to God. You see, God is alive no matter what happens in our life, no matter what things die in our life. God is faithful. Here, here's what happened to the children of Israel. They saw the hand of God on Moses, and they saw the miracles that were performed through Moses. And so their trust began to be placed in Moses. And as, as we, we progress through this narrative, as we progress through the story, we see that Joshua was going to learn that the God that was with Moses was going to be the God that was with him. And even Moses, as he was shaped, you know, and, and became this humble vessel of God. In fact, in the book of Numbers, I mean, in the, yeah, in the book of Numbers, chapter 12, verse 3, it says, Moses was very humble, more humble than any person on earth. We find from, from James in, in the New Testament that God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And because God had shaped Moses into this humble vessel, his grace was upon him. He kept pouring his grace upon Moses, his life. And as he, as he found Moses and Moses said, I'm not the person for you to send. And God said, you are the person that I've chosen. And Moses said, I can't even talk. He said, I will speak through you. I'll use Aaron and then I'll speak through you. And I'll do mighty wonders through you. We find that, that Moses was shaped by God and he was revered by the people of Israel. But God allowed for him to die so that Joshua could learn to trust God more than people. And, and, and here's what I... I want for us to grab a hold of. Sometimes things in our life have to die. Sometimes businesses that we formed die, but God's promise is still alive. Sometimes even the people that we have revered in our life, they, they, they die, but God's promise is still alive. You know, in the middle of a, of a pandemic and all the, the things that have shut down, the love of God is still open to us. The life of Christ is still available to us. And we're able, because of what God can do, to be able to find that he's faithful in whatever difficulty that we're facing. Let's revisit verse 1 through 4. It says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people the Israelites across the Jordan River into the land that I am giving them. Let's pause right there because it's, we need to unpack that. He said, Moses died, but the reason for that is because the time has come for you, Joshua, to lead. You see, there may be someone in here that, that you've had a very hard loss in your life, but that loss is not for you to become stagnant, for you to become crippled for you to stop doing everything that God has called you to do, the, the, that loss has been presented to you, has come upon you so that you can find the life of God in you for yourself. You can find the, the faithfulness of God. 
The time has come for, for, for you to lead, Joshua. That's, that's what he said. It's come for you to lead these people, the Israelites. You're going to lead them into this promised land. And everywhere that you go, I'm going to be with you. It's so important for us to grasp that. We don't even have to like death, but sometimes we have to accept it as a gateway to the promise. Think about this. The perfect person, the savior of the world who did nothing wrong, was crucified on the cross. His death is a gateway to our life. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, because he faced a real death, we have a real life. His death at Calvary began to bring forgiveness of all our sins and his resurrection from the, from the tomb gives us life eternal and life abundantly. And so we, we grab a hold of the fact that, that the promises of God are alive and well. And here's the second thing that I want us to grab a hold of. God is faithful in and through his presence. You need to know that the presence of God is very real. Because when you know it, it's a, it changes everything. It'll change the way that you live. It'll change the way that you, that you walk. Joshua needed the assurance that, his, that the presence of God would be with him because the task that he had before him was so huge. And when God is with you, you can face whatever is before you. God said to Joshua, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. And there's a promise from God for all his people that he will never leave us and he will never forsake us. And as a child of God, even if you don't feel him, he's with you. Whether you feel him or you don't feel him, there's a promise from God that his presence is very evident in your life. And when, when, when you face those situations, when you face those circumstances, it's a lot easier for you to face them knowing that God is with you than to face them on your own. In fact, it gives me great courage to know that God is with me no matter what I'm going to face. It gives me great strength to know that God is with me no matter what, how difficult the task is because God is there. Now Moses... He was the one that Joshua followed. Moses wouldn't do anything without the presence of God being with him. From the, from the time that he met him at the burning bush, he knew that God was very real. To the times that he went before him, that he was going to lead God's people. And in fact, in, in Exodus chapter 33, verse 14, this is what God says to, to Moses. He says, my presence shall go with you and I will give you rest. And here's the reality for every child of God that his presence will go with us wherever we go, and he will give us rest. You see, beloved, some of you are tired. Some of you are anxious. Some of you are fearful. And you need to know that, that your rest comes in a person. It comes in the person of Jesus Christ. It doesn't come in your circumstances. It, is, it doesn't even come with a good night's sleep. As awesome as that is, when you wake up, you will still have the same problems of life. Your rest comes in Jesus. Joshua needed to know that, 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 that he would find not only the presence of God, but he would find rest in God for whatever he was facing. Moses, going back to Moses, the very next verse in chapter 33 of Exodus, he says this, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. 
Lord, I don't even want to go anywhere if you're not with me. I can't do it without you. And this holds true for us. As we go into uncharted territory, we need to know that God is with us. You need to know that there's an assurance that if God's with you, you're going to have courage and you're going to have strength. So in verse 9, we see that, that, that he tells Joshua, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He needed to know that just like we need to know that. When the, when the presence of God is with us, other people notice. The people you lead, whether it's your family or your coworkers or your friends, and all of us are leading someone, we need to know, and they need to know that God is with us. This is what uh, the children of Israel said to Joshua. They said, we will obey you just as we obeyed Moses. And may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. What they were saying that as long as God is with you, we will follow. As long as God is with you and we see the evidence of God being with you, we will follow wherever you go. We want to lead our families well. We need the presence of God. We want to lead our coworkers well. We need the presence of God. We want to lead our communities well. We need the presence of God. It's amazing that Jesus told his disciples, he said, he said, lo, I will be with you always. When he gave the, the, the commission for them to go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. He said, teach them to observe everything that I've taught you. And then he said, lo, I will be with you always. God is with you. He wants to be a part of your life. Here's the third thing. God is faithful in and through his word. The psalmist put it like this in chapter 1, verse 2. He said, the delight, they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. He said, God's people, they, they delight. They get excited about the Torah, about the instructions of God, meditating on it day and night. Things happen when you allow the word of God to permeate your life. Things happen when, when the word of God becomes what we live by. It becomes a lamp unto our feet that keeps us from stumbling. So Joshua needed to know that the word of God would guide him in everything that he did. In fact, verse 7 starts like this. It says, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. And then you will prosper and succeed in all that you do. I love that. It is through God's word that you will prosper and succeed in everything that you do. You see, Joshua needed to know that as he anchored himself in the word of truth, in the word of God, that, that God was going to give him success in everything that he was going to face in these uncharted territories. It was going to come with him meditating on the word of God day and night for us to allow for the word of truth to internalize everything that we are and filter out all the things that, that will try to steal our faith that will try to take us uh, away from God, that will try to bring distortion of who God is and who we are in Christ. 
And the LWC mission here at Living Word Chapel, our mission is centered on this profound statement. It was God speaking to, to us and to me to tell us that true success will come when we love and we empower and we transform people through the living word. That's how we get success. You know, the, the more of God's word that we pour into us, the more that we allow for it to internalize our life, the more transformation that will come through our lives. The, the more that we have God working in us through his word, the more that God will work through us through his word. And the reason that this is so importantly true, that the reason that you need to grab a hold of this is because we need to hear God speak into our lives before we even speak to God about our lives. We need to know that, that, that he is going to speak truth into our lives. And it, it'll change everything. So if you are in uncharted territories, you've never been there. You are still familiar with the one that's there. He knows everything. It, it, God knows everything that we're going through. Nothing is foreign to him. He's there before you're there. And so whatever you're going through right now, you need to know that God, he wants to be your anchor. He wants to, to give you the, 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 the ability to navigate and to know that, that he will remain faithful even when everything else is stealing all your faith. And as complicated as life is, as difficult as it is for us to navigate through these times, God has made it easy for you to say yes to the one that will lead you. Joshua led the children of Israel, but Jesus is the one that will lead you throughout our life. Jesus is the one that led Joshua. Jesus being the eternal word. And it's as easy as ABC for you to say yes to Jesus. You don't have to do life on your own. The A is just you admit that you can't do it without him. The, the B is you believe and you put your trust in him. And the C is you confess him as your Lord and you choose to follow him from this day forward. I want to lead you in a prayer that's going to help you to, to make this a reality. So pray this with me. God, I, I, I need you in my life. I'm, I'm tired of trying to do life on my own. Today I admit that I am a sinner. I admit, Lord God, that, that I cannot navigate in this uncharted territory without you, Lord. I believe in Jesus. I believe that he came, to the, he came and died on the cross at Calvary and that he rose again on the third day and I, and I confess him as my Lord and I choose to follow him from this day forward. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, we are so excited. We are so excited that you will not do life on your own. You'll be able to navigate through any uncharted territory that you ever venture into through the power of God. You will find his faithfulness in the promises that he's given you. You'll find his faithfulness in his presence. And you will find his word to be faithful in everything you're going through. Here at Living Word Chapel, we want to be a church that comes alongside and we strengthen you. We encourage you. We're here to uphold you. And we're just believing that God has great things for you. So God bless you. Have a wonderful day and have a wonderful week. That's, yeah, it's better. Okay, Christine.
This has been a message from Living Word Chapel. We hope that you've been blessed by it. Make sure you check out lwcoracle.org for more information.